Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey guys, this is Sarah Vanzella. And now, a special edition of the Toddcast Podcast. How old were you when you first saw porn on screen? Um, how old was I when I first saw porn on screen? I, I was probably somewhere between 11 and 14. It would be on video. Right. I'm... VHS. Yeah. Yeah, it would be back, in the, back in the day, yeah. <laughs> VHS or even pay-per-view on TV. Okay. I, I, uh, yeah, but yes, correct. Uh, yeah, remember like the, when we were younger, uh, this, they'd have like the super channel where you know, you'd have like the 68 channels or whatever the hell, and then you'd try to get to the triple the, the X channel, and you'd just see like the blurred lines and shit on TV, and every once in a while it'd pop up, <laughs> like, holy crap, I think I just saw everything. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Totally. I would break into it with my dad's password, so that's kind of how I, <laughs> yes. I figured out a way in. And so how, yes. how old were you when you got into making films? I was 23. Okay. Now, was that just a matter of like, well, I love sex. Why not make money while I'm doing it? Not exactly. Um, I was kind of doing nine to five work while going to college and I just was unsatisfied, wanted something more, wanted to work and have excitement. And I've always been a sexual person, but was kind of shy and didn't know how to express my sexuality or even really channel it um, for a while. And it wasn't until my very early 20s, uh, maybe 19 to 22, that I kind of started to come out of my shell. And somewhere around 21, I decided to quit the square life and I slowly kind of started tiptoeing my way into adult industry, um, starting with dancing and then legal uh, sex work, excuse me, um, in Nevada brothels. And then from there, I kind of went into adult film. I, I, I always knew that legitimizing myself and doing it the right way was the end goal, but how to get started in that, I wasn't quite sure. And I did some research before dipping into porn and I called some agents, got some, you know, information and wasn't oh. quite ready to make the leap. Okay. So it was it wasn't until I was two year well, roughly, roughly two years of doing sex work on my own, um, through dancing and the brothel work until I met a girl that kind of introduced me to video work and then I slowly got got into that. Um, and it's been an incredible thirteen years and mm. Can't believe how fast it's flown by! Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> and do you think that there's a that there's been a more lucrative time uh, than the present time to make money as an adult performer? You got webcamming, OnlyFans.com. I mean that that must be a great side hustle at the very least. Absolutely, there's so many more revenue streams for performers to tap into. Yeah. And their content to really mean something more than just being booked for a scene. And that's awesome, too. And you kind of need both to develop a fan base and a name. And I'm so grateful I came in when I did because it was still, everything was still about, like, you know, what's what's being released 
first and you know street titles having a street date like that was a big deal right <laughs> like yeah. i remember like streeting next week like that was a big deal <laughs> now it's all just dropping on only fans or dropping you know but it's amazing to have these different revenue streams to tap into, yeah. and I am grateful. I am so grateful for that. Yeah, I mean, it, well, the, the correlation between what you and I do is actually interesting in that I had a 20-year radio career here in Vancouver, oh. Uh, and, oh, wow. and I made the jump over to podcasting only after doing it for so long, and then there was, again, like you said, there's suddenly a revenue stream for my mm -hmm. skill set. I don't have to work under a corporate umbrella so now suddenly totally. I, I can get people to sponsor me. I don't have an OnlyFans, but for for a lack of better, you know, phrasing, I I basically mimic I in the same regard. Well, I think that's fantastic, and you know, you just have to utilize what you can. And um, people appreciate artists who want to be supported directly and try to you know keep you know put piracy down and stolen content as much as they can prevent it. So yeah. Uh, I find that a lot of fans and supporters are happy to find a way to best kind of, you know, support the performer directly. So it's really nice. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had, to, I mean, I'm out of radio for six years now. I've been podcasting for six wow. years. You know, I That's take, awesome. I'll take today, you know, I did the afternoon show at the rock station here in Vancouver for 12 years. I'll take today over that landslide. Like landslide. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's anyway, awesome. It, it, yeah, it, for sure. It sure seems like adult performers, it feels like they get targeted on social media. It, literally, platforms killing yeah. their accounts for, for no reason at yeah. all. Yeah, and thank you for bringing that up, Todd, because this just happened to me uh, recently, two weeks ago. My Instagram account, which had well over 200,000 followers, mm -hmm. Um, was was deleted because I promoted my Mustang Ranch dates, and they said I was soliciting services for wow. prostitution. Now, yeah, and I I understand where they're coming from, but um, all I did was provide the dates I would be at the ranch and an email. And even on email, we're not allowed to discuss rates, and we can't cross the line because it could shut us down. Right. Um, it's just a tool to use to get to know clients, get to know their, de their desires and for us to be better caregivers, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just a shame. It's a shame that we're being targeted. Instagram deleted me with no warning. And so I had to start over and like 200,000 <laughs> so people. That's not over. fucking around. That's a lot of people that no. you just suddenly lost contact with. And I'm, and I'm grateful for those people because a lot of my peers are well in the deep 500K or right. even well over a million followers like Riley Reed and Kendra Lust, et cetera. Right. And, and, and that's awesome. But yeah, I was very grateful and proud of my 250,000 followers, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of people. And it's okay. Yeah, it is. It is a lot of people. But I'm just, you know, grateful for you to, you know, talk to me about it because maybe eventually we can get some sex worker rights um, when it comes to social media and yeah of course you should I mean it's ridiculous that, that it's even being discussed like why do you think that there's so much scrutiny within the adult film world like a few a few years ago what was it proposition 60 where they were mm -hmm. like you, you know all performers need to wear condoms and whatever else that they're 
going on about goggles uh, and gloves yeah yeah exactly and and now there's the uh what is it like i love that the, they haven't given it a name they've just like a b 6539 or where the f- <laughs> a b 2389 yeah it's absolutely yeah. insane which this is it's now an- so at, at anyone that's an adult performer would have to carry like have a license obviously this includes adult performers but we're talking like um, webcam girls, dancers, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. clip creators, like what? Content creators. Yeah, like yeah, what is exactly. that? What is that? It's just excessive and harmful and miseducation. And I believe that our allies within the industry are communicating directly with this assembly person, Christina Garcia, who is directly behind AB2389. And this assembly person is, from my understanding, willing and flexible on rewording the license requirements and bill requirements. However, um, I just don't think she fully understands the type of damage this would cost taxpayers and that it is still extremely dangerous for us to be on any kind of web, uh, registry. We, we, a lot of us are dealing with imposters and stalkers right. and obsessed fans and the last thing we need is to be worried about getting hacked into a system um and also like you said it's every degree of adult performers and this bill doesn't even mention the adult performers or sex workers from ages 18 to 20 and those are people that can vote here in the states and that can serve our country and fight for war i just find it to be excessive and just discriminatory to take that choice away from someone who is given responsibility as a, as a citizen and an adult, but when it comes to expressing your sexuality on film, that is a no-no. <laughs> I know. So. Yeah, it's an, I mean, honestly, as, a, as the observer, let's be honest, we all watch porn. We all do, yeah. you know, whatever. We'll go out and party with the boys and, and have, a, have a stripper night. As one of those, uh, you know, outside observers looking in, like, it just makes no sense. Like, none. It makes mm-hmm. no sense. Yeah, and, there's so many other issues. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you'd mentioned uh, imposters. Like, how annoying it must be to have people creating fake accounts pretending to be you. Like, they say that imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, but that, to me, just seems infuriating. Yeah, I mean, I've kind of gotten over that part because there's no way around it. I've been on, you know, in the business for so long and I'm just going to be targeted. The thing that really gets under my skin now are the fact that these people that are getting scammed are actually falling in love with me and following up and trying to find me. I cannot tell you how many guys I'm being contacted by weekly on Sex Panther, OnlyFans, or even Twitter asking if I am the girl that they've been talking to. Please, please tell me it's you. I'm in love with you. There was a man recently who found my phone number. He paid a background check to find my legal phone number, and I am in the process of talking to a lawyer about getting a restraining order. I mean, this is just, you know... Scary. It's me. Scary shit too. It's not well, just yeah. fucking around. So I'm over. I'm over the part of being annoyed with these imposters because yeah. I try to report as many as I can, but Instagram won't even talk to us about it. Well, that's not true. A conversation was started between one of our allies, our our representative unions here in the industry. Yeah. However, uh, with everything going on in the the media and the news, I feel like we've been put to the wayside, and so. Hopefully it'll be revisited, but there are no actual laws protecting performers. And also, 
due to the stuff we just discussed about Instagram hating us, it's very hard to get verified. So between the lack of uh, understanding from Instagram, the inability to be verified, mm. and the fact that we're constantly getting deleted, it's hard to always you know, let people know, hey, if people are asking for money, it's not me. Right. I will never give you a sob story. I'll never I saw that, tell you uh, that my... You had yeah. posted a video, I think it was like today or, or yesterday or something. Oh, obviously we're doing yes. a little bit of quote-unquote research for this uh, for this conversation. But um, <laughs> it's good that you do that, first off, so that you know, like, you know what, all these other places, like, don't... And by the way, did you know that when I went to search for you, because you and I follow each other on Twitter... Uh, when mm-hmm. I went to search for you, normally, like if I'm searching out my buddy Dave, I punch in Dave, even if his, you know, handle is like whatever Iron Dude 400 right. or whatever, right? But I went to yeah. punch in Sarah, and mm-hmm. I couldn't find you. I literally had to go to like a Google search <coughs> to find. Oh, I was like, oh, oh I didn't realize gosh. it was at at Miss Miss Sarah. I didn't I didn't realize that. So did you know that that was yeah. also the case when people follow and you yes. follow them back, they can't find you. Unless they know your specific know. at handle. It's crazy. I know. We're shadow banned. Like, what is that? Too. Shadow banned? Other... What the hell is that? That's, I feel like it's everything you're saying. It's basically where your account exists, but if you're trying to search them, it won't come up. And even if you tweet at them or whatever, or if you think it's correct, it won't show that it's like a full account until after you tweet it. And then you go back and you click it. It'll show you the profile. Wow. But it's so weird. Yeah. It's just another way that they are trying to prevent us from, you know, promoting ourselves and making a living and protecting ourselves and our fans, too. I don't want to see good people being ripped off. That's the last thing no, I want to no. see, you know, and um, any of us, really. We don't want to see that. No. But, yeah, it's it's sad. So I hope some some laws will change. I feel it'll like... It'll change. Um, yeah, yeah, it'll yeah, change. Eventually. Within time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Sarah, I'd love to get outside of, uh, you know, the adult world and, and, of course, what you're known for. And I want to get to, kind of get to know you a little bit more here. Sure. What What was the music in your house as a kid growing up? Like, what, what's the bands that your parents are playing? Oh, my gosh. Like, Joni Mitchell, James Taylor, yeah. The Beatles, Simon and Garfunkel, Judy Collins. Uh, cream, like just total folky classic rock. Yeah. Um, yeah. You strike yeah. me as a, <laughs> a, as a big music person, uh, you know, following along on uh, social media. I love music and yeah, I love um, all the old pictures that I see on Twitter. And it's my favorite thing to retweet because we don't get, we don't get reminded of all these fantastic images from so many years back. And know, right? it's uh, nice to see them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, totally. it's nice to see them. And what was your, first concert that um that you went to how old were you my first concert with my family was james taylor but my first concert alone was um it was the uh hole (laughs) courtney love (laughs) when i was 16 uh how old was i yeah 17 17 it was the celebrity skin tour and it was in new york city I went, um, and it was really fun and awesome. That was my first concert I went to. Well, me and a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, So it was really cool. Yeah. That had to set a bar. At that time when they were touring that, that record, it was, they were on fire. Like all rock stations were playing that band. I know they had their good years and I loved like, I just loved the watching Courtney love on stage and, and her band and, which was primarily female, if I can remember correctly. It was, yeah. Um, yeah. And just, 
With yeah, the exception, I think there was a, 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 a guy bass player. Yeah, well, yes, I would imagine yes. an awesome night, yeah. And, so, yeah, so it, that was so cool. If you <laughs> had to, if I forced you into it, could you pick uh, your top five bands all time? Sure, absolutely. Um, Tough Rolling one. Stones. Rolling Stones. Led Zeppelin. Yes. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix, Stevie Ray Vaughan, and I'm going to go with Janis Joplin for my last. Wow. Classic rock yeah. world, big time. Is there any... Total. Uh, lately, have you been in, into any of these uh, newer bands? Um, Here and there. I've been listening to a lot of Joe Bonamassa recently. Yeah. I've always loved his work. Great I was, I'm supposed to see him. Yeah, he's incredible. I'm supposed to see him next week, but sadly, the governor of Seattle has banned any gatherings over 250 people, and so yeah. I'm still waiting to find out if that's the concert. Yeah. And did you hear he, that the NBA has, yes. they're done. Their season is done. They've canceled the rest of well, the NBA season. The NHL's probably right behind them. Isn't that mm, incredible? What a, what a time. What a time. Right? <laughs> like I just they talked to people. a, I just talked to a, a, a doctor, uh, Dr. Goldner this morning. And she, and I was saying, you know, like she's known for, you know, lupus and kind of reversing people's, um, you know, uh, ailments and stuff. But obviously being a doctor, she would know better than you and I about coronavirus. I was saying like, are we blowing it out of proportion? Is the, is the media like, is it over where, where we should be pushing it? And she was kind of like, you know, yes and no. Like, you know, it's more than anything, just like, you know, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Mm -hmm. Don't do stupid shit with your health. You know, if you don't have to fly somewhere, don't fly somewhere. If you don't have to be at yeah. an NBA game or a, you know what I mean? Like don't be where 12,000, 15,000 people are like, use your brain. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's really so incredible. True. Yeah. It's really incredible. I mean, I've got like a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old and mm -hmm. my, my little guy was like, is it safe for me to go to school this morning? And I was like, Oh my God. Oh my god! Like how's oh, how sad is that, right? Like I know, That's like yeah, much. I'm like, dude, yes, just go. It's gonna be fine. Well, then they closed down here in East Vancouver. They just closed down. I think it was yesterday, um, an elementary school because one of the mm. teachers or somebody had been infected or whatever. So they were like, all right, close her down. Then it's like, holy shit, holy wow. shit! All right, yeah, yeah, scary stuff. Definitely. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, I agree with you. If you, if you don't have to go flights or go to crazy crowds, stay home, be smart, wash your hands, don't do dumb shit. It's right. that simple. <laughs> it literally is that simple. She said, basically, we're looking at between uh, 16, 18 months and we should be gold, which is still a long oh, time. Oh, gosh. It's still a long time. Um, when you so, find time, wow. sir, right. what do you, in. what do you currently, yeah. uh, what are you binge watching when you, when you find time? Ooh, um, Wow. Okay. So right now I don't have one show that I'm watching per se. I mm. just, you know, I've been at the ranch working and then filming. So I just kind of, I'll take a day or two and just kind of clear out my DVR. So I love a good, a good mix. I love some Homeland right now. I'm loving the new season of Homeland. Yeah. Um, great show. I'm loving, yeah, great show. Um, I'm trying to stay away from the news and all that. I, I do normally <laughs> like, I like Dateline and 48 Hours. The yeah. last couple episodes were all about the coronavirus, so I just deleted them. It, and it I like really a good is. mystery. It's taking over yeah. everything, yeah. Yeah. Like, they and fucking then I, closed uh, down Italy. They cl Not like Italy. I like, know, it's They terrible. closed down the country. Like, done. It's, it's, it's 
it's too it's crazy. I I, I mean those crazy. poor people. I, I could crazy. only imagine the state of panic that they they must be in. Yeah. Um, but I also love I love some guilty pleasure TV. I'm a sucker for most anything on the Bravo network okay. <laughs> within reason, right. of course, yes. <laughs> and um, <laughs> DVR preferred so I can get through the commercials. Um, right. So that's kind of light and fun and just keeps it, you know, from getting too heavy. Yeah. Um, I did just watch that Parasite movie. Wow. That was something. Oh, I haven't seen it. Is it yeah. awesome? It sounds oh, you should check it out. Amazing. Yeah. It's a little heavy, but it's good. It's done well. And, you know, it's, it's, I think you check it out. I think you would like it. Cool. Yeah. Um, what else? So, yeah, just like, I like, you know, Showtime. I was really into the deuce and that's over. Um, I love anything David Simon does. Uh, you know, I loved all his work in, in the nineties and early two thousands. Um, so I'm kind of shopping for a new show to binge if you Mm. have any recommendations, but, um, man, so many. I want I want to see the Hunters show. I've heard this is great. It's oh. Prime, if I'm not mistaken, with Robert De Niro or Al Oh Pacino. yes, Al yes, Pacino? where he's it's Al Pacino. Uh, yes, where uh, it's Al Pacino, where he is hunting uh, Nazi Nazi uh, Nazis. Yes. Um, yeah, where they gather in the same city or whatever, and they realize like, holy fuck, those are the guys. Those are the <laughs> guys. Yeah. Holy shit! And apparently, he good. just absolutely nails the role too. Yeah, he's amazing. Not a surprise. So yeah, that, he's great. He's yeah, great. right. Yeah. So that'll be that. That's probably my next one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love I love when when I can sleep in, throw on the TV, get get to a, the gym in the afternoon, and then kind of you know have my day to myself. On my that's my kind of typical day off if yeah. I'm home and I I don't have to film or I'm doing anything. So. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing <laughs> right? wrong with that. Yeah. Did you work hard, rest hard? Yes, I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, did you see the Motley? Are you a fan of Motley Crue? And did you see the movie? What'd you think of it? I am a fan. I'm, I haven't seen the movie yet. I mm. keep forgetting about it. I yeah, should watch, watch that. Yeah. Um, I saw them play in 2013. That was pretty cool at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, I want to. I want to watch, watch that. that. I'm put so, it on my list right I, now. I'm a huge fan, and I give it a five, six. It's not. It's okay. Not, it's not like super stinky, but it's not. Okay. Like doesn't it will not blow you away. Fair enough. Okay, I'll yeah. check it out. Yeah. Do you think aliens have visited Earth? The apps, I mean, they would have to, right? I, I, I feel like they would have had to. I think so, too. I feel like they would have had to. Like, I yeah, felt sometimes sure. that, that they even live among us. I wouldn't be surprised at this point, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Do you get into the, the superhero movies? Or are you a fan of, like, the Wolf, Wolverine and then, you know, Deadpool and everything else? I loved Deadpool and I did love Wolverine. Actually, those would probably two uh, of my favorites. Yeah, like he's named what, two of my favorites. Ryan Reynolds is. I mean, he's, he's from Vancouver. He's Canadian. Uh, the guy that does plays uh, Deadpool. He's so funny. Do you follow him on uh, social media? I don't, but I I, I love him and I I love oh him as Deadpool and just great. Yeah. yeah. What superpower would you want to have? Probably to see the future. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. What about you? How? How? No. Hold a second. I'll. How far in advance would you want to see the future? Like as far as my power would let me, and then I would want to be able to, like, pause it and stuff. Kind of remember that show Charmed. Remember how the one had the premonitions, and then the other girl could pause it. I want the combined 
power of the premonition pause. That would <laughs> and, be awesome. Right? Oh, my God. I want both. So good. That would be so good. Yeah. Uh, personally, I take uh, <laughs> teleportation. I'd like to be able to boom ah. I'm wherever the hell I want to be in a second. That would be nice. Cool. That's a really good one, too. That would be pretty cool, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to respect your time here, Sarah. I'll, I'll hit you sure. with a few more and then uh, and I'll, I'll let you get going here. Your thoughts on legalized marijuana. It came to Canada about a year and a half back now. We've had it for a little while. It's great. Nice. I Personally, I love the convenience of it, but it's also kind of a pain in the ass when you're limited to a certain amount of weed per visit. Um, no, really? Are you, you know, only allowed to buy a certain amount? What? Up to an ounce a day, but that but oh, that doesn't day. mean Fuck, an ounce. That's a lot of weed. That it's a lot of weed, but who wants to go to the weed shop three times a week? I like to go once for two weeks and be done. You don't smoke um, an ounce in two three days. No, but if you're buying edibles, if you're buying a vape pen, if you're buying pre rolls, if you're buying flowers, it all adds up. Oh, and so, you, you can't buy like. An ounce of weed and then some vape pens. And no, oh, God, it all no. adds up to it. I see you're saying. Oh, yes. yeah, everything yeah, yeah. you buy is counted and, fuck, and measured. Really? And wow, yeah, it's legal weed. <laughs> what is this, how it works? Like I don't, I don't know <laughs> if that's the case here in Canada because obviously, like, it's not like I'm going to suddenly stop buying from the same guy I've bought for from for like you know 20 years just because it become legal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. It very well be could be the case here, the same thing, but I honestly don't even know. That's fucked, though. Well, that's the thing. I was getting it from someone, too, a delivery service, but yeah. I was friends with the guy, the nice. owner. He, he was amazing. I've, I've known him for, like, eight years. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, when 2020 hit, he disappeared. His whole business disappeared. So hmm. I had the best hookup and connection, and I loved using his company because they delivered to me and they always took care of me. I was a loyal customer and they gave mm-hmm. me extra flour mm-hmm. and I was a good customer. And, um, you don't get that kind of love and support at the weed shops, but they do yeah. try to make it worth your while. They have a lot of deals like the ones in LA. They'll have like munchy Monday or, <laughs> you know, pre pre roll Sunday or like whatever, okay. <laughs> you know, buy one, get one Wednesday. I don't know. But yeah. like, yeah, yeah. yeah, they try to make it worth your while because there are so many. But yeah, it's weird. Everything's counted and measured and then... Yeah. Eh. But hey, I'm just grateful that weed is that starting is. to be stigmatized. Yeah. I think the same thing. Like, honestly, when I was uh, a kid smoking weed at like, you know, 16, 17, if you had to say like, what do you think the chances of when you're a 45-year-old dude, you know, 30 years from now, do you think it's going to be legalized? My answer would have been like, are you... Not a chance, man. Like, no way are they going to legalize this. And and honestly, like, why wouldn't they? Like, take the smoking side and the THC and and everything else. Take all that shit away and and just focus on the textiles and the uses that it could be. Like, instead of clear-cutting, they could use, you know, marijuana and the hemp. And, you know, it grows back way faster than if you're cutting down, clear-cutting a forest or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, why... Like just take a part, take the, the, the quote unquote stoner side of things and don't even put that into the equation and it should be legal based on everything else. It's insane. Yeah. Medical use, like CBD oils. I don't know if you're a big fan of the MMA and UFC and Bellator and all that, but those fighters after they've had their shit kicked out of them, they'll go backstage and have CBD oil because it helps the body recover faster. Like what's that say? 
It's no insane. kidding. Yeah. All right. Last. Sounds like they're onto something. I think they are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last question. It's an oddball one for you. Have you ever had a near death experience? Maybe one or two times, you know, on the road driving would be the only thing that would come to mind. Yeah. Um, a lot of people in the same. Calls. Yeah. Yeah, and thank God, not the case. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, scary, scary when that happens. You can just be so relaxed one moment and just kind of in your own element, and then all of a sudden, boom! You know, your whole adrenaline is shot up, and you're and you're you're tense, and you're awake. Like (laughs) right, adrenaline just spiked, and then the the crazy thing about certainly car accidents and stuff is like how in that moment, everything slows down. It's just, whoa, man, like everything is really slow and you're so aware of everything that's around you. It's, it's incredible. For sure. Yeah. Right on. Sarah, thank you for taking some time here to join us. Um, your only Twitter account is, uh, at Ms. Sarah Vandela. Yes. Um, and just MS for Miss. And um, Instagram is the only Sarah Vandella underscore. Okay. And that's a new account, and I'm trying to keep it as PG 13 as I can. <laughs> so I only well, have about a thousand followers. They'll let right you get now. up to a hundred thousand, and they'll boot you off again and make you do it all. Right. Again. What a yeah. pain. In I the do ice. have. Yeah, I do have one picture in my underwear. So let's hope that they don't suspend me for that. Mm-hmm. But I was try- I was doing all very PG, and then I tried to slip in a PG thirteen <laughs> to see what I could get away with. Right, um, right. Push and those then, borders um, a little you, bit. Yeah. Right, and if you want to support me directly, please, please feel free to check out my OnlyFans, uh, OnlyFans dot com slash Sarah Vandella, and those are the three platforms I use the most besides um, Sex Panther, which is just call and text. Okay. But um, that's it. No YouTube or anything, though. <laughs> and it's just one account for each of those platforms. Don't don't be fooled by anybody reaching out saying, hey, what's going on? Exactly. I will never contact you asking you for money or telling you a story like my mom's in the hospital yeah. or I'm in jail no. or an alien stole me and took me to, you know. Mm. <laughs> anywhere. Like, I will never give you any kind of crazy stories or you know, yeah. scam you. So yeah. just be safe. <laughs> awesome. Thanks again, Sarah. I appreciate it. And oh thank, my you, gosh. thank you for being so uh, accommodating with your time tonight. It's pretty awesome. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you, Todd. I love your podcast. Oh, thank you. It was really an honor to talk to you. You've you've interviewed some really amazing people, and I'm, I'm lucky to have been one of them. Entertainment guests of the Toddcast podcast are powered by Tomes, where quality sleep matters. Find out more at Tomes.com. That's T-A-U-M-M-H-O-M-S.com. Hey, I'm Jillian Clare, the host of the podcast, Thanks for Coming In. I've accumulated some pretty crazy audition stories over the past 20 years, and so have my friends. And I was like, you know what? No, not going to do this. And then Disney calls and is like, we need you to come test for the Ant-Man movies. I didn't know if my scene was going to get cut or not. Ooh, I could play that. Tune in every Thursday to hear your favorite actors tell the funniest, saddest, and most cringeworthy audition stories. Sometimes even the one that got away. Thanks for Coming In is available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.